Hello, welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matt Phillips. How's things, went? Oh, great. We're mourning well, the maybe death not of E3. So yes. Ah, oh, I should have worn some black. Oh, no. Just. I do not have a veil. We'll have a minute. I <laughs> don't have a veil. Uh, minute silence for, for E3. Or moment silence for E3. Right, that's enough. Uh, E3 has died. Um, or at least it's been cancelled for this year, off the back of it being cancelled last year. Um, and a lot of sorry we tried from from people at Readpop who were the, the company employed to try and try and fix the ship this year. Um, so I guess we're going to kind of reflect a little bit on the news, uh, what it means for things like Summer Games Fest and all the stuff that's uh, kind of due to start popping up in in June this year or that June, July, the, the American summer anyway, this, um, that kind of gets the Summer Games Fest title. Um, and I don't know, maybe we'll reflect on E3 a little bit uh, from from the past uh, before we before we wrap things up but uh, what was your first blush impression of the fact that yeah, E3 is definitely cancelled for this year now as you know publisher after publisher gradually walked away well this is just what I heard this is what I heard like E3's been cancelled I thought oh well that was that was it I just moved on I was like oh no what happened then just went on with my day I just thought oh yeah that's fair I've said it before I was like oh it's been cancelled again okay didn't really hear much about it all year. I was like, then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, it's been cancelled. Like, okay, cool. I just say, oh, Nintendo's not coming. PlayStation's not coming. Xbox isn't coming. Ubisoft's not coming. E3's cancelled. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, Fair there wasn't enough. many left. And when Ubi pulled the pin, uh, pulled the pin earlier in the week, you kind of knew knew it was coming. And sure enough, like twenty four hours later, it was officially cancelled. Um. I guess on the summer game fest side, like Jeff Keighley did not mess around. You know, within twenty minutes of the of the news breaking, he was already advertising um, summer games fest and uh, like all of its dates. Um, I think it was criminally criminally underappreciated, but I I used the uh, the Spider Man posing over the grave um, photo there with uh, Flash summer games Flash. fest. Oh, sorry, Flash Flash. Why do I keep doing Spider? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you did this once before confused the I've, shit out of me. I was I've like, done, yeah, I've done it Tom, The Tom Holland and what's his name from Flash, I guess, look far too similar. Um, so, yeah, I screwed that up again. But, yeah, sorry, the, the Flash one there, posing over the grave. Um, that meme was very well, I thought very well used, but clearly no one else did or it just got buried, whatever. It's your, your fault, Elon Musk. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess, I guess for me personally, I, like I was a bit, I was a bit disappointed. I like the, and I don't know, maybe it's just the traditional sort of side or whatever. I like the fact that everything used to be stacked into this very limited, like it was just a big week long celebration or whatever of games. It was just this big party for like a week, and it kind of kept everything contained. Whereas what we've seen since since Summer Games first popped up and since kind of the uh, the pandemic really took hold, is everyone looking at the Nintendo Direct model replicating it but then it's just popping up all over the place all over the year and so you don't like I don't know it's more interrupted nights of sleep than just a two three day block that was also happening to fall for us on the Queen's birthday weekend and or what King's birthday weekend this year um, so it didn't didn't interfere with anything it was great not anymore but uh, the, I mean things like Ubisoft forward are dropping in that same window Xbox has a conference in that same window so I think, I think it's going to kind of come close-ish to the old feel. Um, PlayStation hasn't indicated whether they're doing anything, but there's rumours starting to bubble up that they might be having a showcase about two weeks before that Summer Games Fest window, which is what they did a few years ago when 
or last year even when Spider-Man Two was revealed and 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 all that all those sort of that next wave of titles, um, which is which is kind of cool. Nintendo will just do whatever whatever Nintendo does, but it seems like some of the big players are all rocking up for June, but they're just not coming back for E3, and I guess they don't want to spend the money on the show floor space. The or maybe Los Angeles is no longer the go-to destination for gaming as well. I mean, it could, it could be that. I feel like that's less likely, but I mean, it, it could be. Certainly, it'd be one of the more expensive options, which should, you know, maybe deter some. Certainly, the smaller guys. Devolver hated the situation so much that they literally set up in the car park at E3. So genius, which is such a Devolver move. But yeah, they'd be in the car park at E3. It was awesome. Um, yeah, I, I guess I miss it in the sense that it kind of kept everything contained, and it was a nice, nice umbrella for it all. But if Jeff can try and, you know, through through whatever powers he has running the whole Summer Games Fest thing, and he has plenty of power considering he's the host of the Game Awards and, and Summer Games Fest and Gamescom Opening Night Live and basically just runs the video game industry at this point. Um, I'm sure, like, he's able to kind of swing it in a way that, like, okay, like, the feedback that we've gotten from stuff in the past is that people didn't like the fact that it was so spread out. Can we kind of try and align with the old window at the very least, even if you don't want to book out space if you don't want to have show floors if you don't want to have the you know the live presentation where you run the risk of something going wrong um that's fine but like let's try and you know launch it in the same block and it seems like at least a few publishers are already keen to do that so i'm happy in that sense i don't know i'm still a bit torn i think um there's probably a there's a little bit in there like i the dream was to one day go over to e3 and that's that's kind of dashed but um i don't know Maybe I have to go to Gamescom. Maybe I'm off to Germany. On the summer's Game Fest. Yeah, well, every, go to Germany. Just, yeah, fly to cool. Germany. Everyone, everyone wants to go to Germany. They have big beer. Exactly. Like, it might actually be even better. And also far less chance none, of being none of this, shot. None of, this, none of this piss water stuff in Los Angeles. There's none of that. It's all the hard stuff in Germany. And lots of it. So yeah, maybe 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 I've been getting it all wrong my entire life. Maybe I wasn't thinking about the broader thing. I was thinking too much about yeah. the video games. You're thinking too much about the games and not what's outside of the games, yeah. which is beer. Yeah. <laughs> lots, just like just like PAX, like what's the thing we do at PAX? Beer. Yeah, we tend to drink something else. Because you had to fix up the map from last year where they forgot to put the. You said you fixed it up. It's like someone put the map there. It's like. This map's going to be good, and you fixed it up. I said, no, I fixed it up, and you wrote pub. You drew like, a square <laughs> yeah, put did. That's right. pub <laughs> and put pub. And I'm like, that's brilliant. That's, that's the map we need. That's the map the pe- I'm looking for. That's the for. people's map. Um, yeah, it's, that's an excellent point. That's it. I'm going to Germany um, when I can afford it. So until then, um, I guess casting an eye forward to, to June, what do, you, what do you, or that kind of window anyway, that old window, um, what are you expecting of the various different publishers that already, yeah, Microsoft and Ubisoft already have stuff confirmed. What else are you expecting? I sort of feel like it's just going to be the same as last year. Xbox is just going to come out and go, hey, here's the same, here's the games that are going to come out for the next 12 months and be just great. I can't wait. And who knows what Sony's going to do. They might just put Jim up on a, one of those circle things you throw tomatoes at him. I don't know what's going to happen with Sony. <laughs> Like Game of Thrones, I mean, you say shame and just throw, I don't know what you throw at him, just PS5 controllers. 
Well, what we have so far, there's obviously those um, those events that I've already touched on. There is still the the proper Summer Games Fest kind of, uh, what do they, kickoff, I think it was last year. Um, June 8, 2023, live from the YouTube Theatre in Los Angeles. So they've still got... They've still got that kind of, I guess, core Jeff Keighley hosted event locked in. So for us, that'll end up being the Friday, Friday the 9th. Um, I guess I'm taking a Friday off. Sweet. Um, But yeah, I I guess around that, it probably depends. Like a Jeff Keighley sort of job means that you're never going to get like a heavy dose of any one publisher or console manufacturer. So... It probably depends on how much like Xbox or PlayStation or Nintendo want to show as to whether they then go and have their own thing alongside it. Maybe they toss Jeff one announcement. Maybe there's like a DLC reveal for, I don't know, God of War. Um, and they, they toss that to Jeff, but then they have Spider-Man in its own show and you know whatever is else to, whatever else is due to come on the PlayStation side, as an example. So EA, um, I can't remember if there's EA Play lined up for 2023 um i'll take a bit of a look um so all i'll talk about is star wars that's well that's all they need to talk about well they'll just go hey we made it sold so many copies blah 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 blah. yep good you love jedi survivor so much we decided to do is like no ea don't ruin it just show Um, some apex and then just bugger off or maybe you got a new it takes two sequel who knows? Yeah, I'm not seeing anything there. As long as we don't get a uh, Gearbox one like we did the other year, which which is just, uh, what's his name, walking around and just talking about the, the Borderlands movie the whole time. Ra- uh, Randy Pitchford, just walking around or, talking about the Borderlands movie. Or uh, Take Two and just talking. Oh, yeah, which was just a press conference oh, about their earnings and shit. Whatever that was, it's just like, hey, there's no games here, get out. Wasn't sure if it was, they got the wrong thing. It's just like, oh, no, we are supposed to show some games. And they didn't. Um, but, yeah. Please. Well, what happened to that Borderlands movie anyway? No, I've it's still, still in production. Yeah, it's, I don't think there's still. anything. I don't think anything's happened yet. I think the pressure's on. Because they've got Dungeons & Dragons, which everyone seems to love. Yeah, everyone's loving it. Everyone's loving it. I don't know anything about Dungeons & Dragons, but people are absolutely but I'm kind going... of keen on the movie, all of a sudden. Yeah, everyone's absolutely loving it. Even the critics out of all people absolutely love it, which is mind-boggling because they'll just look at it and go i have no idea what's going on yeah. here like but no they love it and then you got the mario movie coming out oh. very soon this well, it could be this this, this week? week this week yeah i think it's well, there you week. go then see how that goes and then if uh it might be uh pressures on gearbox they not stuff it up so I'm just quickly scrolling through the Summer Games Fest Twitter account at the moment because they haven't really set up the the website too much yet. But yeah, we've got the the Xbox Games Showcase and the Starfield Direct that are back-to-back on June 11th or oh. 12th for us. So that's obviously a few days after Jeff's initial show. Um, Jeff has used, again, via the Summer Games Fest account, has used the, the little eye, you know, big bug eye emoji in reference to the Cyberpunk Phantom, sorry, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, Liberty uh, kind of showcase thing that CD Projekt's going to have in June. Uh, there was something... Jeff definitely quoted something about Ubisoft when that got announced. There it is. Uh, Ubisoft will stream. Uh, it's not talking about anything specific for himself, but June 12th at 10am. Assassin's Creed. 
So that's obviously the date. Yeah, and I mean, Mirage so we don't know popped a, up in the first we don't, half. We don't know, yeah. So. We don't know a date. There's no been no data deaths for that yet. And I want my collector's edition. He's also not so. going to pass up the fact that uh, that Crash Team Rumble comes out on June 20th. So with Jeff going a few days prior to that, he, I mean, Jeff loves doing stuff with Crash. Anyway. Um, I know maybe he'll get stuff for the Elden Ring DLC, which was announced a while back. Um, I'm just scrolling through the feed and things that they've kind of quoted or retweeted or anything like that. So... So just some cryptic clues of, hey, we're going to have this and that. and There's plenty that, that hasn't been said yet, but I reckon... I mean, yeah, you've already got Microsoft, Bethesda, and Ubisoft kind of locked into a time. And I guess anyone who perhaps doesn't think they've got a big enough show on their own will just uh, drop their announcements within his within his uh, Summer Games Fest kickoff or whatever. So there's there's a few, I guess a fair chunk of probably the publishers are probably represented at this point already. And some of the Japanese ones, if you don't hear from them, they're either at Jeff's thing or they maybe pop up with PlayStation, whenever PlayStation decides to do their their showcase, still heavily rumored one. So I don't know. Heavily rumored. Yeah, there's there's a lot of talk about it now. So I feel like I feel like it, it's pretty inevitable. Anyway, um, as we kind of continue on from here, uh, I mean, do you have any other thoughts around what's coming up then before we maybe go backwards? Not really. I think it's just because E3's gone, you just don't know what to expect. Because, yes, we got Jeff just going around looking and saying, hey, guys, I'm the only one with this game show host thing this year. Like, yeah, yeah we know, Jeff. Do you have to keep telling us? We know. Yeah, he's... Look, he's Go, not... Would you like a cape, Jeff, just to see, be the big superhero that you are? He's of. not being super tactful. Like, it's, it's pretty... Yeah. Like, good on you. You've created a show. You've kind of killed E3, but you don't need to kind of Rub it in, I guess. Oh, the old Batman said, you either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Good job, Jeff. You are now the villain. Is he now the villain? <laughs> you, you've killed you've killed E3. He's the villain that we'll Every, all continue yeah. to grovel up, to, uh, you know, suck up to, though. So. Yes, everyone. He is now our Lord and Saviour, Jeff. Jeff Keighley. Lord Jeff. All hail Jeff. Um, Alright, so let's let's rewind then uh, to a time before E3 died. Now, we've done dedicated episodes over the years about kind of favourite E3 moments and that sort of thing, so we're not going to make this like a big, proper, thorough, structured thing. I mean, not that Patch is ever really structured. But, um... We did one structured episode once and it, we didn't like it, let's no. be honest. It, it, it felt weird, like, oh, no, we don't like this at all. A little we bit can't too go scripted. Off. It's way too, way too structured for our doing. Yeah, we... Yeah, we're we're rubbish. Um, our, so our, our structure is once once worded sentence. That's it. E yeah. three's dead. Good. That's our that's our topic. And then let's see how Go long on. we can spin a conversation off that. Absolutely. Um. So I, mean, I guess what are some of your favourite, funniest, least favourite moments from E three over the years? Do you have any uh, that particularly? We'll stick go out? with the favorite. We'll go with the favourites to start off with, and then because I reckon the bad one's probably the best one. Well, there's actually two, but... Yeah, there's a few. We'll go with the good one. We've got, there's, there's a few, but the, I think the good one would be Keanu Reeves getting announced as... Oh, yeah, yeah. One of the main characters in Cyberpunk. Then he was there, 
and then the old we all know today as you're breathtaking. No, you're breathtaking. You're breathtaking. And so you usually do get a lot of celebrities hosting this and that, but it was just cool because that was the first time we saw that he was in the game. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, Keanu Reeves. And yeah. then then he little door opens smoke. I, think, I don't know if it was smoke or anything. And then look at it. It's Neo himself or John Wick. <laughs> depends who. Depends you, on what, you, you, what generation depends you're what from. you watch last. Yeah. But either way. Well, as I say, both films are great. That's a lie. The Matrix, first film, The Matrix is great. Rest of rubbish. Very average. Yeah, that's fair. But John Wick, on the other hand, brilliant. And I had another one. Oh, there might have been, no, the South Park. When they announced Fractured Butthole and they're just mocking how game structure works. Like, imagine paying for a game oh. that you have to then go. And it's just all that. I thought, yeah, that is true. South Park form. It's absolutely typical. And then, I think I saw the, I think, what was the other one? I think it was, and, uh, no, actually, I'll leave that one. Oh, I could leave that one till last. No, I'll do it now. Do it's it just now. when PlayStation box, Xbox was like, here's how you share your games on PS4. Here you go. Thanks. Done. I was like, yeah, good. That That is good. You, you can't, you got to admit, that was pretty good. Oh, it's the best much. form of like counterpunch. And obviously Xbox is gearing up for stuff like that at the moment. You just, you can feel it in the winds with all the Activision stuff going on. But, um, old Phil has, he's just there. He's ready to clap in his back. office. Dark lights just going, he, he, he's like whole <laughs> Dr. Evil thing. Just going for 10 we years. I'll be waiting to, 10 years. And then the bad ones. Well, the first one is, the big, big announcement of my favourite game. No, it's not my favourite game. It's just funny as hell. Of Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. And no one in the crowd could give a stuff about that. Yeah. Yeah, all. that whole was... PS3 announcement was uh, it's like the giant enemy crab was the same thing. Oh, I guess it's... it was just funny because he just kept saying Ridge Racer over and over. And people's like, yeah, we know. We don't care. Just stop no one cares. Do you know? Yeah, from I guess from the rest of that one. So obviously, yeah, Ridge Racer, we really tried to flog it. Like, do you know about that giant enemy crab one? No. What is so, the giant enemy? So the crab? whole thing about that was they were showing off. I think it was like Genji or something like that. It was um, it was meant to be well. They were claiming during the same presentation. Oh, it's you know, it's, it's really grounded and based on you know actual history. So here you fight this giant enemy crab. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like it was uh just one of those like really badly planned out sort of I guess PR messages so uh, they they really nailed it across the board with that one they you know I think they revealed Lair at the same time that game ended up tanking Haze do you remember Haze that uh, that FPS yep I that do. was shit um, what else, what there was like a trio of games Lair Haze I can't remember what the what the last one was but I think maybe that last game And then my other one, my other bad memory, or bad memory, just not, I wouldn't say bad memories, just something that could have been good that was disastrous. The biggest one of them all was X, the release or the debut, whatever you want to call it, of the Xbox One. Oh. And the absolute disaster shitstorm that happened after that. Don Matrick, you useless. Don Matrick, yes. To, if you want to play old games, it's called. Xbox, the Xbox 360. 360. I thought, you dickhead. That's 
And that was almost the death of Xbox at that point too, because it was a disaster. If and it was also worse too that you don't bring any games to a gaming conference. Just hey, here's our Xbox. The Call of Duty dog, and then like streaming sports. TV, sports and TV, sports and streaming, and that was it. Nothing else. Just sports, dogs, and TV. And any wonder PlayStation was able to have that epic moment. You know, a day later. Five seconds. That's all yeah. they did. Five seconds to make Xbox look even more like dickheads than they already were. Then Don was out, Phil was in, and Phil is, for the last 10 years, trying to make things better. Bit by bit, he's getting there. Bit by bit, he's getting there. And everyone says, oh, he's still, Xbox still sucks, this, that. Oh, game PlayStation Deluxe is better than the Games Pass. Like, do you get games day one release? No, so go shut your yeah, face. No, not off. Yeah. Go buy. Go, you go spend your eighty dollars to a hundred dollars on your first party game, while all the other Xbox people get it day one. <laughs> Just wave my Horizon Forbidden West shirt around. Um, yeah, so I guess for me, like some of the favorite. Moments... Oh, I actually got one more. Oh, Just on. one more quickly. Uh, EA just throwing their poor developers who made Battlefront and Battlefront Two under the bus, like. Oh, hey, sorry, you made a bad game. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's just dickish, EA. How dare you? It's just EA. And then, and the then they said they're going to get another Star Wars game, which we never saw. So, yeah. good work, EA. Yeah, brilliant number of games. That, Star Wars games they announced and killed. Um, not great. Um, so, I guess for me, on like the, the, the favourite sort of moments, there's things like, well, I mean, you've mentioned a few of them, but I think of things like Kevin Butler when he came out um, and his... his and, you know, and, yes, uh, that's that's the man who's excited about games right there. Unlike and, Jim, who just couldn't give a shit about games and just fly to Belgium and then look like an absolute dumbass when yeah. Jap- Japan comes in and goes, "Hey, Jim, what's all this stuff you doing? You f- you fool!" Um, jeez, the the internet quality is horrific tonight. You're a nice pixelated mess for the most part. It's, it keeps things entertaining. Oh. So. Uh, oh, no, start, starting to improve now, as I say it. We'll have to bring um, Terry back in. No, we'll keep we'll keep Terry away at least for now. Um, so yeah, like Kevin Butler's one of the best. Uh, that PlayStation E3 2015, where they announced um, Final Fantasy VII, like they kind of revealed Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, it was kind of the, the Last Guardian finally got its release date. All that sort of like that was kind of the the PlayStation one of dreams. But even they like they kind of one two punched it because then the following year. They uh, pulled back the curtain on God of War 2018 with that like amazing kind of orchestrated intro that then led to the gameplay sequence that Corey was playing and the whole thing was kind of perfect. Um, Nintendo have had some really good ones over the journey as well. I even think way back to like 2004 when they showed off uh, Twilight Princess for the first time. Um, and just like, I mean, watching that, and even watching, like if people watch the video back now, like the, the crowd losing their absolute mind um, at the reveal because... There was still a little bit of, um, uh, just a little bit of bullshit getting thrown at Wind Waker at the time because of the way that it looked, the the whole Zelda thing, rather uh, in terms of the cell shading. Cell shading. Hey, um, how dare they? It was a good game. It was a brilliant game. Brilliant game. Uh, some people says, "Look, oh, this game looks stupid." Like, have you played it? Like, no. Well, maybe play it, and then they play it, and you know what they all say? Oh it's shit! A brilliant game. Yeah. Polish um, shit. No, as in, oh shit! Like, yeah, oh shit! I don't polish it. Like, no, not polish hey, it. 
No, no. That's how. That if it wasn't for Wind Waker, Black Flag would never been made. Damn straight. That's, um, that's all Wind Waker is. It's just. Well, that's what Black Flag is. It's just an updated version of Wind Waker. Yeah. Except you don't use a little um, your musical stick to change the wind. Yeah. Um, so yeah, stuff like that one was huge. Even when they announced when they uh, announced Smash, um, like uh, Ultimate, the most recent one, and they just kind of no, was that during. I think that was during their E3 direct. Again, it gets messier these days because they start having directs all over the year. But I'm pretty sure that was in in that E3 that that particular window um, for the time. That was obviously huge because no one was quite expecting it that soon considering we'd just come off the back of Smash 4 on the Wii U and the 3DS. But they pulled the trigger on that really fast. Um, Xbox have had a few good ones along the way. Uh, I guess one of my most regretted personal most regretted moments and it was kind of the the fanboy in me of the of the time uh was i think in 20 i'm gonna say it was like 2010 or 2011 or something uh so i was still uh, oh no actually would have been earlier than that even no like probably 2008 um i was watching it watching it at home at mum and dad's place uh and at that point you know didn't have my own laptop didn't have you know a a smartphone that I could just stream it to like it was it was going into the study space sitting sitting down in the dead of night and watching it but with mum and dad's room directly through the wall um, and me basically waking up the in- entire house because out of nowhere during the Xbox 360 uh, the Xbox conference they announced that Final Fantasy 13 was going to come to come to Xbox as well as PlayStation I wasn't missing out on it, it like it was just like what the fuck it just bang crashed the, <laughs> crashed the desk um, and <laughs> <laughs> woke the whole house up um, just because of that angry little outburst over the whole thing um, and did I did I have no because it was 2008 I didn't have an Xbox at that point by the end of that year I had an Xbox um, because it was not just that but like that was the moment where like I mean Gears 2 was on show in the lead up to Gears 2 um, Fable 2 was looking fantastic um, what else uh, the Final Fantasy thing happened and then they announced like hey we've made a whole bunch of other partnerships so here's like a ta- uh, here's a new Tales game exclusive to Xbox here's uh, and it was just a whole bunch of um, awesome titles that were all like JRPGs that were all my shtick and they were all coming to Xbox and I was like the fuck's this and it was just a, a knife through the, the fanboyish heart at the time but probably also the knife through the heart that I needed um, so like I mean in the end that was actually a really really awesome conference um, what they delivered that year PlayStation did a pretty damn good job themselves but the Xbox One was was pretty great that year and certainly important for me in terms of getting off uh, getting off my ass and and recognizing the Xboxes especially at the time was a pretty damn good console so um, yeah that was that was a big conference but I guess on the on the bad side you've got things like uh, the the Konami press conference at one point the I can't even remember what year it was now. But the guy that was presenting seemed like he was stoned the entire time. Like the eyes were hanging out of the head. Um, everything was a bit of a mess. Um, and oh, what did we call him? The it was the Ubisoft Ubisoft conference of one year where they had the guy who's like I can't I can't think of what they called him. Um, just like crazy energetic though. Ubisoft E3 bad host. It's gonna give me. Bad host. Yeah, it was the. I don't know if it's gonna. If it's gonna come up here. Um, that's Aisha Tyler. She was fine. I'm not. We can't find it. Oh. 
Mr. The name he got dubbed was Mr. Caffeine. That's right. Um, Mr. Caffeine. Ubisoft E3 2011. And he was just... He was loose. This bloke was nuts. Um, just trying to bring like excessive energy and just did not deliver, deliver. Nor did anyone care because he didn't recognise his audience very well at all. Um, he was trying to pretend he was like he was pantomiming time travel and... Um, what else? I think, yeah, I'm, I'm just watching it now. I sort of feel like he's just... Um... Watched Wayne's World just before he came on. That's that. Yeah. Oh, back in time. And speaking of like Konami from before, there was another one where I think it was. Oh, I think the game was like 99 Nights, the first one or the second one or something at the time. But like the guy's like standing there presenting, and the other dude that was up there with him was like this sort of distance right behind. So it was just this really creepy look straight into his. Um, straight into the back of his head. I'll see if I can find like a link for these things because it was great. Um. Oh, there, there, look, there's lots of really good dumb moments, and even like the the more endearing ones. Like I think about, uh, I think it was I think it was a demo from from E3 when they showed off Uncharted Four for the first time, and you were kind of wandering, like Nate was wandering out through the city, and then he just fell through the fell through the environment. And no, no, it froze. Um, it completely froze, and so then like it was a funny moment. They rebooted the demo. They went from there. But they added a trophy into the game if you just stood there in one spot in that particular sequence when you went and played the game. Well, but they were just hoping for the same result and got nothing. Well, no, yeah, definitely wasn't going to freeze, but like just, just stand here, just take it all in, just wait. I think you had to sit there for like a minute or something like that, um, which was which was a pretty funny like reference to you know their little mishap that they had. Um, and you even had like unfortunate moments, like I remember. And you know, it turns out the game was kind of shit, so it may it may have just been more the game rather than the rather than the the E three environment. But uh, Miyamoto, when he went to present um, Skyward Sword, and there was a whole bunch of like interference in the room because he was trying to demo it live on the spot, and he was trying to use the Wii remotes, but there was a whole bunch of interference oh, from people's no. phones or iPads or yeah, computers or whatever. Old, it just nothing old... was working. Yeah, the old. Oh wait, was that when he was bringing? Was that with the new sensor things or? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. At the same ah, time, yeah. So it really didn't work out well for him. But Nintendo's had a few bad ones from things like Wii Music when they demoed that. Um, or uh, what was it? Nintendo Nintendo Land for the Wii U. And they're like, here, we've got one more thing for you. And like to end the conference, you're like, oh, sweet, it's going to be Zelda or it's going to be whatever. And then it was like fireworks in Nintendo Land. Like, what the fuck's this? And that's when the wheels were falling off <laughs> for the Wii U um, in the same conference they introduced it. Uh, on, on the flip side, actually, on the, like, I guess sticking with the Nintendo one. Oh, no, it's just escaped me. I had, I had one there for Nintendo that was a good one, but it's escaping me now. Um, no, it's gone. Either way, lots of lots of good good stuff from Nintendo. Lots of bad stuff from Nintendo as well. Um, but I guess it's just what you have to expect with a company like that. That still happens even in their little random directs these days. They have their ups, they have their downs. Everyone's had their ups and downs. I don't think there's been anyone that's kind of nailed it every single time no, over the years. Never. Um, oh yeah, there's. I'm now like scrolling through and finding some some of these old moments. Oh, Connect! Remember they were trying to demo Connect, 
And he like tried like you know, he models everything. He's like moves his legs around, and then the leg kind of wraps around. <laughs> he like kicks himself in the back of the head, basically. Or, yeah, it wasn't um, even working properly. I was trying to do all this and that, and it just wasn't going well. Probably having the same Miyamoto issue, but or like you know, hey mittens, and they're like patting the, the like the two little kids are there demoing. Oh, jeez, I don't even know what it was. Probably a rare game because that's some rare. stupid shit. Um, and you, they're like patting the little tiger thing. Oh, good shit. I'm sure there's something scratching in the back. Oh, and one final Ubisoft one. When they played laser tag. Um, they played laser laser tag like in the theatre wall. Like Sounds like a Rainbow Six thing. The whole thing was... Yeah, I think uh, probably was a Rainbow Six thing. I don't know. It definitely sounds like a Rainbow Six thing. Yeah. I don't know. You, or it could be a Far Cry thing. You never know. I don't, I, they're all the same game to me anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah, it is the same shit. What you say... Oh, here we or go. Maybe it was Ghost Recon. Everyone's yeah, it would have been like game. a Ghost Recon thing. Um, I'll send you a link after the show. But... Splinter Cell? No, it would be Splinter Cell. Oh, yeah, maybe. No, not for laser tag. But yeah. That's uh, the opposite of Splinter Cell. Yeah, actually, it's yeah, totally the complete opposite. Uh, either way, E3 is dead. Uh, long live E3. You had a good 27 years, um, and now you're dust. Um, I don't expect to see you next year. Rest in peace. Uh, any other thoughts, Benno? Uh, good job, Jeff. Yeah, good. <laughs> ruined Bad ruined guy, everyone's lifelong dream of going to E3, and you've just gone and ruined this for everyone. Yeah. For being too damn good at your job. God damn it, Jeff. All right. You had one job, and you done it right. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, we'll wrap things up there. If you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to new episodes. The moment they go live, that includes Patch, Player 2 Plays, Gamer School, and a whole bunch more. And stay tuned for what's likely to be a whole bunch of like reactions and recaps to various Summer Games Fest or formerly E3 conferences as they all start popping up, whether it's the Ubisoft and Xbox ones that we touched on or whatever else comes up in the future. I'm sure we'll do stuff around it. Visit the website, player2.net.au, for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, Patch, the Player 2 Pixelcast, and Dev Diary. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au, kicking a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, higher tiers, monthly episode exclusives, and finally, there's Twitter, Matto. Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for myself. The website is player2au. Rest in peace, E3. Um, good job, Jeff. You killed a staple of the industry. And uh, we'll see you next week.